Thank you for tuning in to Prevailing Word Broadcast. This message is presented by Reverend Ibu Asan, the head pastor of Prevailing Word Chapel. Enjoy this insightful kingdom living message. Thank you. It's such a great honor for us to come into your presence. You have the words of life and your people have gathered unto you this morning. We pray, Lord, that they will not be disappointed. We pray that they will be fed. We pray that they will be enlightened. We pray that they will be encouraged. We pray that they will be corrected. We pray that they will be empowered. We pray that they will be transformed. We pray that they will be set in the track that you have designed for them. And as you do this, Lord, we vow to give you all the glory and all the praise. Let your word be a blessing unto us because we have asked in the name of our Savior and our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Genesis 37 verse 1 to 4. And Jacob dwelt in the land wherein his father was a stranger in the land of Canaan. These are the generations of Jacob. Joseph being 17, 17 years old was feeding the flock with his brethren and the lad was with the sons of Bilhah and with the sons of Zilpah, his father's wife. Now, not Joseph, or she and Yay were on in the papane no more and Masu Elshe. And Joseph brought unto his father their evil report. Now, Joseph, or the Niomabonia no more Yahoo Sembetrenager. Now, Israel or Jacob loved Joseph more than any of his sons because he was a son of his old age. Now, not Jacob or Donibano. And he made him a coat or a robe of many colors. May the Lord add his blessing to the, expand, the, to the explanation of his word. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. This morning I'm speaking to you. I'm entitled Colors of Love. Colors of love. Verse 4 says that Jacob loved Joseph and he made him a coat of many colors. So the colors that Joseph was wearing was a, a reflection of the love that Jacob had for him. The first type of color that I want to mention is white. White love. This is love that is pure in nature and in expression. Now the Bible doesn't tell us the code of many colors, the specific colors, but we can take all the colors since the colors were many. And then as far as the time will permit us, we will address them. White love is the God kind of love. And this love has already been shared abroad on the heart of everyone 
who receive Jesus as Lord and personal Savior. The Apostle Paul talked a lot about this kind of love. Particularly in a succinct manner, you see it in 1 Corinthians chapter 13. He talked about love being kind. He talked about love not being envious. He talked about love being patient. He talked about love having self-control. Self-control. He talked about love that is able to suffer for long. So this is pure love. This is white love this love is not just pure in nature it is also pure in expression so sometimes when couples or children or parents complain I don't love this child because he offends me we encourage them to switch to white love which is the purest form that God has given every one of us. Let us look at Romans 5 and verse 5. Because many people say this kind of love there, I don't have it. And when they say that they are relying on their emotions, they are not relying on the word of God. If your marriage or your Christian life is going to do well, you need to walk a lot in white love. So let us see if we have it. Because God will not require us to do something that we cannot do will not demand from us something that we are incapable of presenting. Your marriage will do well if you don't major in white love. Because definitely your spouse will offend you one day. And you may not feel like showing her love if you like because if the emotions are offended it is usually not in a healthy position so at that stage in your marital life or in your christian life you change the gear to white love. One day I had to go somewhere with a certain manager of an organization. And the road to where we had to go was very bad, terribly bad. I told him I could not go in my car, we have to use his car. Because his car was built with a GA that is able to handle rough road. So sometimes your your marital vehicle cannot cannot go through things in marriage 
because the potholes there the offenses there the misunderstandings they are so huge and let's say not just potholes but manholes and gullies in the middle of the marital highway so terrible that you need a four-wheel drive with the extra gear so that in spite of the roughness of the road you can you can you negotiate your way to where you have to be so change your marital vehicle and go for a four-wheel drive yes. and i just believe that god has given all of us the four-wheel drive for our marriages are you here with me yeah, yes. and for your christian life if a christian offends you you don't offend him back mm. you never do that but you switch to the four-wheel christian life driving yes. mechanism that god has given yes. us and it is in romans 5 5. that's the name of the gear and that's the name of the vehicle hallelujah so for Kasa, our young Quentin, I yet to lay up, I am Quentua, a young now Quana won't am sooner better than I say, and went to Tuama. I trap Porto, I'm a trap pit hole. I call Danima Ho, one way, a money hole, a moo way, as I say, a Yaudinia Tetinia Brenner to our young Quanuswama. So one name now one day, Kia a Hallelujah. Patrolo, my wallo, money pit wallo. Who near be a nurse? I must say, I'm yummy. I'm a woman, you're four redrops and two new and yummy. And you vroom, my whole vroom. Hallelujah. Now I say, Sir, four redrops, our woman, four woman, two new chichemunum. Let us read. And hope make it not ashamed because the love of God is shared abroad in our hearts. By the Holy Spirit is given unto us. So no more excuse for eye for eye, tooth for a tooth in relationship and in marriages. Are you here with me? Second kind of love. Red love. Red love. Now red love is talking about sacrificial love. Red love borders on John chapter 15 verse 13. Jesus said, Greater love has no man than this. That a man should lay down his life for his friends. The laying down of the life so as the blood pigmentation was coming out 
He was sowing his love for us. So in a marital relationship, you need red love to do well. It's a love that gives grace to the offender, to the sinner. It is the love that makes you sacrifice and suffer that your partner may do well. Jesus called it greater love because it was love which demanded a lot of sacrifice from the person who was offering it. Now yes, you can see where your door should because you are in for very serious trouble if you marry him. Hallelujah. You people, I'm showing you a lot of red level. <laughs> now he can he can cry he can, he can beg he can, he can tell you that if you leave me I will kill myself don't, don't allow those things to manipulate your emotions because if you marry a person who is beating you whilst you are not married to him. You have something terrible coming your way when you marry the person. You say, Pastor, I love him. The, the only thing I don't like about him is he's beating me. Take that he's beating me seriously because one of these days he can beat you and kill you. Now, because so far, it is dangerous love it is red love you must avoid it red also stands for impressionistic love some people like playing games everywhere and in everything that they do the marriage has a problem but they dress alike when they are outside they present a very nice front look stop deceiving yourselves get down get dirty and fix the marriage stop being impressionistic so for see Jaisa wo da da wo hono. Kwa fom na ya huwe juma. Na Jaisa wo sirisi wo brensasa wo sirinu. Don't lay emphasis on cosmetic things. Go for concrete things. Me fom wani intu nyome ya sheda na shehaya die. Manyoma ema wareni si piti tano. Eno na jene huu. Let it be that what people see in public is exactly what it is in private. Aka mema se nye nipa hunu wabanti wa wo hono. Enkwa ya saa wa wo dem. Make it your goal. Fight towards that. 
Bring the gap between the private and the public life. What they see should be what they are looking out for. And let me say something once I'm on this subject. There is nothing wrong with being, I mean, disagreeing with your wife. What I mean is that there's nothing wrong with she wanting this, you wanting that. Look, take care of that baby. I don't want to hear that sound again. Let it be that. Where was I? Yeah, this agreement. This agreement is a healthy thing. You can disagree and still have a nice marriage. That is the real relationship because how can it be that two people from different backgrounds, different genders, different experiences will think alike? One is one is fake. No. One is fake. Now that does not also mean that we should be disagreeing all the time. What it means is that generally we agree. And even when we disagree, we disagree to we agree to disagree without being disagreeable. Mm. Well, say, so get a lot of white love get a lot of red love the good type the good type of red love because when, when you take love generally there are breath there's a breath of love no the breath dimension like length times breath so paul wrote a letter to the church in ephesus and he said to them that christ may dwell in your hearts by faith that you being rooted and grounded in love may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and length and depth and height and to know the love of Christ with past knowledge that you may be filled with all the fullness of God so there are people who love you as long as you stay at this height but if you should go higher than where they are they will not love you that much they may say you are a woman you must come down I must go up they cannot see that the woman call it is to be a helper as long as she goes higher you have a stronger helper by your side and if you're a woman and you go higher 
than your husband do not become a woman who does not have understanding hear with me don't let it get into your head and bring that corporate position into the family setup when you do that you can easily destroy the good marriage God has blessed you with so whilst I'm speaking to the men I'm speaking to the women as well as you go higher stay the way you were when the man met you continue to submit to him continue to love him let him realize that look the dimension of your position has not affected your love and you the man don't be a crab and pull her down sometimes a woman has not done anything to merit a fight from the husband it appears that her mistake is to have been promoted at her workplace there are some of you husbands your wives may be more advanced in many things than you are don't let it trouble you because the glory of a man is his wife are you here with me think about Christ and think like Christ thinks. The third type of love I want to talk about. Pink love. Pink. Songs of Solomon chapter 5 verse 10. Shall we read Songs of Solomon 5 10? Pink is usually a combination of red and white. When you mix red and white, you get something like pink. Songs of Solomon 5:10. Was describing his beloved. He said, My beloved is white. And ruddy. Or red. The chiefest among ten thousand. This is what somebody was saying about his beloved. So my beloved's love is white love. He also has a bit of the red love in him. He's the chiefest among ten thousand. What it means really is that when you see somebody who has a lot of white love and red love, it's a rare combination, and many people don't have it. So you see one in ten thousand even among the body of Christ mm. where we have the facility to walk in both mm. you go into a Christian home mm. 
and the man is using natural feelings to run mm. his marriage mm. and the woman is using natural feelings to relate to the husband mm. but there is one in 10,000 mm. yeah. they are the white and they are the red and they combine it and you see that it's a rare combination mm. and the Bible says that they are the chiefest mm. among 10,000 may that be the state I of your marriage now Bible my now when you look into the dictionary for the meaning of the word pink you have so many things including what I'm going to tell you in a language if we say that the building or the church building is in a pink state of repair what it means is that there is very little or no repair work to be done it's in a pink condition if we say that your health is in a pink state what it means is that you are at the highest level your blood pressure is good cholesterol is good blood sugar is good your heart is working well i mean you are in a pink state of health what it means is that what it means is that you are in the highest possible condition your health could be in receive that grace and it was this a local hospital now dr katra will say one who did no aging a pink is what is new mess is someone will call her by a pink here a chest of woe who was it with the year? Wakuma Boye, Umujana El Koye, Ubiara El Koye, Babia Wadano at the year crowd of our poem dinimo. When they say that your finances is in the pink, it means that Charlie, you are doing well. I received the pink anointing. And it was a catcher who said, We seek a summon at the pink here. Just our bank account to be room, investment a one year she year with no more. It means you have money for emergencies. It means you have done the right investment for the future. It means you have budgeted very well and everything is running very securely. You are in the pink. Are you here with me? Yes. Let's talk about green love. Green love. Green love is love that borders on naivety. That means that you should the things you should know, you don't know it. Green. You know, when I was young, one day went to pluck mangoes. Sometimes when you look for the ripe mangoes and you don't find them, you look for one that is near near ripe so one day we we plucked down very greenish mango and we said that let's try it maybe it's okay ah. 
Now, so I win one more young man, Breno Bakubia Sawa, and who I have a moon, I'm so young Tibia and Abrisim. I remember biting into a green mango. Now, make I pass a mango, yeah, a kai. And the acid water that came out of it, very offensive to the to the mouth. So when your love is green, you are very acidic. Oh, acid Yes, very acidic, very difficult to live with. You are very caustic. You insult by heart. Because you are naive. You don't know that certain things should not be said to a husband. You don't know that certain things should not be said to a woman. When you say them, and you say I am sorry that I am sorry may not be able to erase it well I am sorry is not always a good eraser you may realize that the man or the woman will live with the effect of what you said or did for days, for hours, for days, for weeks. He has forgiven, but the effect is still there. In other words, and then you too know, you, 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 you go back to do something silly again mm. to go and bruise the 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 wound that is healing mm. and so you you are creating a lot of problems in your relationship with your green naive acidic caustic love mm. you are causing a lot of trouble there are some things they should not be said don't say me when i feel it i say it wisdom will curb you wisdom will hold you back love has self-control i feel like insulting him but wife love controls you and you hold your breath and you walk out it's better to walk out than to stand there and say all that you want to say are you here with me yes so be very careful with green love Sabuaka <laughs> Now catch and send Pachom and Kenya a Danimu or who was on your Bema Bum. A Bacan Wama check and it is a baby sinadi attempt to Jabinia de Bibiadia or Hababa Wire and Mamani or Honia Tempier. Obabano, now a Kuma Atta William in Sambu or Yanka. Sometimes somebody will try to stir up your green love. By telling you that I want to marry you. Tell the person my love is green. <laughs> it is not it's not developed. You wait. If you don't, you may go into it. And you may discover that love is not just a feeling. 
And so you are not able to handle the demands of the relationship. This is why in Songs of Solomon, the daughter said something of note that I want to read to you. I charge you, all you daughters of Jerusalem, by the rods and by the hinds of the field, that you do not stir up my love or awake it till he pleases. There is time love must not, there is a time love must not be stirred up. There is a time that love must not be plugged down. Because it's not developed. On the other side, green love can also mean evergreen. Which is a good thing. Are you here with me? The Bible says in the book of Psalms chapter 1 verse 1 to 3. That he who lives by the word of God day and night. In this case, in his marriage, day and night, living by the word of God. In the marriage, you shall be like a tree planted by the streams of living waters. Whose leaves do not wither. In the Bible, in basic English, it says that his leaves are evergreen. So green love is also a sign of a healthy thing planted by a stream that is receiving nourishing all the time. This is why you should not say, oh, I have had marriage counseling. You must stay planted by the streams of living water. Day and night apply the issues of your life, the issues of our marriage to the word of God. Your leaves shall be green through all the seasons of life. May that be your experience in the name of Amen. Now, the purpose of preaching the word of God is to get people encouraged, to offer hope to people, and to comfort them in their time of need. But ultimately, the reason why we preach on air is to get you born again. And so if you want to receive Christ Jesus as your personal Savior and Lord, this is a prayer you can pray. Just say, Lord Jesus, I come to you this time. I believe I'm a sinner. I ask you to forgive me of all my sins and come and stay in my heart. Write my name in the book of life and give me the grace to live for you. Thank you, Father, for hearing me in Jesus' name. Friend, if you pray that prayer, I believe that God has come into your life. Join a Bible-based prayer and church that teaches the Word of God and continue and your life will never be the same. Right, now I want to talk about Family Matters. It's a book I wrote for the entire family. In chapter 1, I talk about what is happening in your marriage. In this chapter, I discuss with readers seven or eight stages that marriages are bound to go through. The first stage that a marriage goes through is a stage of delight. This is a stage where everything is blissful and everything is working perfectly. Then you move to discovery 
where you begin to find things about your partner that you like and things about your partner that you do not like and did not suspect was there. This can lead to the third, third stage that disappointment. And if you do not handle your disappointments well, then you will slip into depression. Depression can lead you into dissociation. Dissociation can lead to the dissolution of your marriage. But if you are able to get over all these hurdles, then your marriage will develop and become the marriage that God has planned for it to be. So this book will help you as we look at chapter 2 on the subject of why people marry and it takes a while for them to have their children why babies tarry. Now I do not share this chapter on the basis of medical knowledge because I'm not a doctor but I just had the opportunity of looking through the scriptures and I found several reasons why some people have their children late. In chapter purpose of children of purpose in this chapter I talk about various types of children I think there are about seven or eight types of children. You need to know them and you need to know how to relate with each of them. Then chapter 4, I focus on the youth. Five insights for the youth. Chapter 5, I talk about five things or five mistakes that men make in their marriage. And one of the mistakes men make in their marriage is that they focus on the big things to the detriment of the small things. Solomon, a wise man who had 1,000 women at his disposal said, Take us the foxes, the little foxes that spoil the vines for our vines have tender grapes. So when you get a copy of this book, you will be able to um, go through the various five common mistakes that men make and then avoid them for a stable marriage. I conclude this book by looking at five mistakes women make. One of the key mistakes women make in their marriage is dishonoring the man in their life. Nagging, pushing, dominating. Number three, allowing insecurity to color their lives so that everything a man does is perceived in a manner that is not harmonious. Take a look at some of these mistakes and your marriage will be enhanced greatly. For copies of this and other messages or books, please call 0244-228-331 or 0249-454-976 or visit the church premises on the Petit Road, 3 minutes drive from St. Peter's School, West Energy. God richly bless you.